In this episode of Locked On Capitals, the Washington Capitals bury the Colorado Avalanche. They beat them by a score of 3-2. to two. This is a true statement win tonight. This wasn't like they were playing a weak opponent. This was a team that leads the league in points. I think this team is poised to make their run for the Stanley Cup. They got consistent net minding out of Ilya Samsonov. It seems like everything is firing on all cylinders. We'll talk about the game tonight next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome in to this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, we're also available on YouTube. So go ahead and head on over there and check us out on YouTube as well. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find Locked On Capitals on Twitter. It's at Locked On Caps. And a bit of a programming note on Wednesday, we will have JJ Regan from uh, NBC Sports Washington. So make sure and check that out. Wednesday's program, JJ Regan from NBC Sports Washington. All right. The game tonight was most impressive. Uh, the the Washington Capitals take down the Colorado Avalanche in a convincing fashion. They take them down by three to two. And this was a game that was a true test of this team. You know, there's been a lot of people, a lot of beat writers, a lot of people around the NHL saying, can this team last in the playoffs? I mean, they played well against some teams that, you know, necessarily haven't played that well. But how will they stack up against a team that actually is decent? Well, I think they proved that to everyone tonight as they take down the avalanche. Like I said, a team that leads the league in points. So a statement win tonight. And Capitals fans, you have a lot to be happy about, you know, uh, as they move forward. This is a true test. You know, if they play the Florida Panthers, like I talked about with J.J. Regan today, he said if they play the Panthers, it is going to be a tough opponent, and it will be. They have a ton of offensive firepower, but this stands to be a good testing ground for this Washington Capitals team. So just a really big win for tonight. So, and this is a late night edition, isn't it? This is way past my bedtime to be up. And if you're on the East Coast right now, go to bed. It's way past your bedtime. The Capitals start off by having Ilya Samsonov in net, and I think that he is making his case to be the number one netminder in Washington. I know what you're saying. Dan, what are you talking about? You kind of have bashed and said bad things about Ilya Samsonov the entire season, and to that I will say I have had problems with his inconsistency. I don't have a problem with Ilya Samsonov in net. Um, he has been playing great as of late, and between the two netminders, as, as strange as it is for me to say, Ilya Samsonov is the number one netminder at this moment. Uh, things are in flux, and consistency out throughout the season has been an issue with Ilya, so it remains to be seen how he will play down the stretch. But as of right now, he is playing great. Sammy Annette has a record of 22-10-4. So, I mean, just looking like that uh, at on paper, 
Samsonov it has great numbers. I mean, you really can't dispute it. And uh, I'm, I'm just glad that one of the netminders has really grabbed the reins of the net and taken control of this team. Because if this Capitals team wants to have any chance of making their push in the playoffs, they need to have solid netminding. And another thing that was really going well for the Washington Capitals tonight was that physical game. I don't know if they're listening to this podcast or what, but they have ratcheted up their physical game, and it's been noticeable. It was most noticeable noticeable the last game against Montreal and a bit against Toronto, but not as much in Toronto. The Montreal game and the game tonight, it has been noticeable that Tom Wilson and Garnet Hathaway in particular are really ratcheting up their physical game. Now, if they could get that same performance out of the rest of the players on this team, I think that they could really make an impact because... Part of a hockey game is almost like a military maneuver. You kind of have to soften your targets. And if you have a wrecking ball out there, like Tom Wilson and Garnet Hathaway out there, just destroying people into the boards like they did tonight, that's what you need. Now they need the other big frames on the team to really step up and make that impact. They need Alex Ovechkin out there who just kind of got thrown around a little bit. Tom Wilson kind of had to come in and save him. Ovechkin, he really needs to use his frame to his advantage as well. I know he is an elite goal scorer and, you know, a future Hall of Famer, best goal scorer of all time, but he needs to use his size to his advantage. I mean, he's not afraid of doing it in years past. I don't know if it's just with age or if there's an underlying injury, but we need Alex Ovechkin to use his size. I would say in that also in that same breath, Anthony Mantha which I know that's not one of his intrinsic qualities is to be that physical presence on the ice. Uh, He's more of just a goal scorer, but he has that frame. He's got that size. He's got to use it because the Washington Capitals, if they want to have success, they have to use that as one of their allies, just their big frames out there. They're kind of snarly nature. I mean, you take a look at Garnet Hathaway out there. He's got that sandpaper personality out there. He's constantly chirping people and getting in their heads. And it's not even just him fighting or hitting people into the boards. It's that psychological war that he wages every game that he plays out there. He's constantly whispering in their ears, I'm going to come and get you. And I think after a while, it just kind of gets to the players. And I think that that's why you see some of the opponents snap. Because if you have someone just chirping you the entire game, it starts to be to the advantage of the Capitals for sure. But it's that psychological warfare that goes on out on the ice that you don't hear about. A lot of players have that have that skill in their in their skill set. And Garnet Hathaway is one of those. And he's that's one of those intangibles that uh, that he has working for him. It's not necessarily, you know, he ha- leads the team in goals or assists. He is a good goal scorer. But it's just those intangibles, those kind of uh, hidden qualities that he has of just chirping the players and just not afraid of throwing down with anyone. So that's what they need to do. That's their secret for success moving forward is just to keep that physical game going. Kind of that Dale Hunter hockey I've been talking about the last couple podcasts. Just in just a great defensive hockey too. Because, you know, like Dale Hunter always talked about a great defense is a great offense. If you remember when he was the coach for the Washington Capitals, he would have even some of the elite stars laying in front of the puck. So that's what this Capitals team needs going forward. Uh, if they want to make that push. And now they are finally getting 
that that top-notch net minding from Ilya Samsonov. So it's great to see him stepping up out there. You know, for a lion's share of the season, he was kind of just uh, kind of lost in the weeds. Like, who is this netminder? You know, the Washington Capitals were all in on Ilya Samsonov. And it just seems like whatever's going on, that team meeting, everything goes back to that team meeting, do you notice? But whatever was talked about, it seems like everyone is buying in. So we don't know what was said in that meeting, but it's working. Ilya Samsonov makes 24 saves on 26 shots, so he only allowed two goals, and uh, that's pretty much all we can ask for him. I mean, it would be great to think that you know he's going to get a shutout every game, but that's just not realistic. If you saw the game tonight, and I know it was a late one, so if you didn't, you might want to watch it back, is that he was really dialed in and making some great saves. And, you know, even looking... At social media, shortly after the game, you look around and you hear people saying disparaging things about Ilya Samsonov. It's like, no matter what he does, he cannot catch a break. And uh, I just think that we need to have some faith in this team. You know, I know that a lot of people kind of wrote this team off and Brian McClellan, to a certain extent, even wrote this team off. He said he didn't want to make any big moves because he didn't think that this team was going to make a big push, maybe the first round at best. He was even saying that in the beginning of the season. So you kind of have to wonder if that was just kind of him toying with the Washington Capitals emotion, saying like, yeah, we don't know if you're good enough to kind of say, yeah, we are. We'll prove it to you. Because if you look at it, ever since, um, like I say, the return of Anthony Mantha and Vitek Vanacek, around that period, I would say early March, you know, right before the trade deadline, uh, Brian McClellan had that meeting and he said that he wasn't going to make any splashy moves because he didn't know if this team was good enough. Well, guess what happened after that? The Washington Capitals have gone on a tear and won just a ton of games. There was just those few games that the Capitals kind of fell off against the Wild, the Hurricanes and the um, Maple Leafs. But other than that, this team has been winning convincing games. They haven't been squeaking by. You know, they haven't had to go to overtime and shootouts as much as they were earlier in the season. This team is playing great. And I think that the Washington Capitals fan base should take a lot of pride in this team. I think they're going to make, they're going to surprise a lot of people around the league. Make no mistake about it. And tonight, hey, they beat a team. I know I said this, but let me reiterate and say this again. They beat the number one team in the NHL that had the most points. The Washington Capitals, who are a wild card team, took down a team in the NHL with the most points. Let that resonate and sink in a little bit. This team that is built for the playoffs, I really do believe it, and I think they are going to make a solid push. So come hell or high tide, I think that this team can take on the Panthers, and I think this team can take on the Hurricanes or the Rangers or whatever it ends up being. You know what I say out there? Bring it. Panthers, bring it. Did you see what happened out on the ice tonight? This team is built, and we're ready for you, and we're going to come after whatever opponent that may be. And I look forward to it. And I, like I say, Caps Nation, you should feel proud of this team. All right, after the break here, we are going to break down the game. We're going to you know, talk about who made the best plays, all the hitting, all the scoring. We're going to talk about that. But first, betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all of the latest sports development league reviews and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action Bet online where the game starts. 
And before we start this next segment here, thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen. For your next listen, check out Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So, in the game tonight, like I talked about, it was Sam Sonoff and Net. And, you know, I'm starting to feel a little bit more confident about that. You know, earlier in the season, I was oh, I would put my hand, my head in my hands and go, why? Why are you doing this to us? You know how this is going to go. I've seen this movie before. But there's a change in Ilya Samsonov, and I don't want to think about too much why it is. All I know is that I'm happy that he's playing better. And then to start it off, Hathaway gets a goal, rang it off the inside of the post, his 14th goal of the season. So proving to everyone that Garnet Hathaway is not just that um, physical presence, not just that chirper. He's a legitimate goal scorer. 14 goals for Garnet Hathaway, not too bad. Garnet Hathaway gives the Caps a one to nothing lead with his career-high 14th goal of the season. That also marked Hathaway's 100th career NHL point. 45 goals and 55 assists. And uh, like I was talking about earlier, Ilya Samsonov was sharp early and kind of sharp throughout the game. So just a real positive sign. McDermott lays out a huge hit on Tom Wilson. So, you know, I think that part of it is that teams are trying to come after the Capitals and most namely Tom Wilson. So McDermott lays out a huge hit on Tom Wilson. And guess what? Tom Wilson returns the favor and hits him back. Um, so, I mean, that's what you have to, you have to fight fire with fire. You know, if you got their biggest, we need our biggest to come after him. And that's what Tom Wilson did. And then Nashuskin goal with the equalizer one-to-one from the left circle. And you kind of knew that the Colorado avalanche were going to score some goals. I mean, you don't get to be a team in the NHL with the most points by not scoring a lot of goals. And uh, so you knew that they were going to come after him. And you want to know something? I wouldn't have it any other way. Would you guys rather have it any other ways? Because this is a test for this team. You need to go through your paces. I mean, you're not going to go into the playoffs and play this weak team. You're not going to go into the playoffs and play the Arizona Coyotes. You're going to play a tough team. So this is a good testing ground. If you take a look at the schedule ahead, it is going to be difficult. They have they play the Golden Knights on Wednesday night. So this Capitals team has really got to be ready. And then Johansson hits Manson, and Manson leaves the ice. It looks to be a knee injury. And looking at it, that wasn't one of those monster hits into the corner that Tom Wilson lays out. That was just kind of a, a, he hit him into the boards and it looked like his knee kind of twisted awkwardly. Anyway, Manson ended up returning to the game later on. I mean, I don't want any of these guys to be injured. I mean, I know whether it's on our team or against, I mean, I don't want anyone to leave with an injury. Let's fight these battles fairly. And then Hathaway and Wilson both with big games out there, big physical games. And that's what I was talking about earlier in this podcast is just dialing up that game. Maybe that was one of the things that was talked about in that team meeting that we need to put our aces in our places. And uh, that is having Hathaway and Wilson doing what they do best in that big physical game and leave that goal scoring. I know that Wilson, I mean, he leads the team. He's number three on the team in, in goals, but just like play into your strengths. You know, you, you can't deny that Wilson and Hathaway, one of their big parts of their game is a physical game. So let them do that and, and leave the other uh, intangibles and, and goal scoring to the other members. I'll leave it to Ovechkin and Backstrom and Oshie. Just do what you do best. And Hathaway and Wilson, don't change your game for a second. 
And then to start the second, Sammy playing huge. So consistent throughout. Ilya Samsonov is a changed man. I don't know if he's changed his diet or started drinking a new flavor of Kool-Aid, but whatever he's doing, keep doing that because you're playing well. And that's what we need. And, you know, that's what they talked about earlier in the season. Coach Peter Lavulette said, I need to have that one netminder on the team. I don't want to be going into game one going, who's my number one? So as they go into the playoffs, if everything continues on the same trajectory, it's going to be Sam Sonoff as number one. So then you can just rule that out. You don't have to think about, is it VTech? And, you know, I don't want to say anything bad about VTech, but we got to go with a hot hand. There's, you know, it's put away the time of the season where, you know, we have to play even Steven with everyone. What we want to do is go in here and go with the number one netminder and hit these teams with everything we've got, because you know that that's what they're going to do. So just, it's really good to see that they're kind of locking down that position. And then Hathaway lays out a hit so hard, he loses his helmet on McDermott. And McDermott is their tough guy in the Colorado Avalanche. So, you know what? Bring it. You know, we had Hathaway and Wilson coming after him. So I say, bring what may. Bring McDermott on us. And we laid him out. Then Ovechkin gets a power play goal, number 778 for his career. Left goal from the front, 48th of the season. So it's it's obvious to me that Alex Ovechkin is going to hit that 50-goal mark. And isn't that great news? Uh, he just keeps to keeps rolling around along at a great clip. You know, he's aging like a fine wine. He's truly like a Tom Brady uh, of the NHL. Evgeny Kuznetsov and John Carlson were each credited with assists on Ovechkin's goal. Carlson extended his point streak to a season high, seven games, four goals, nine assists. This marks Ovechkin's 10th career goal against the Avalanche, the 28th different franchise Ovechkin has double-digit goals against. He has joined Joe Sackick, Brendan Shanahan, Marion Hossa as the only players in NHL history to score at least 10 goals against 28 franchises. So this milestone season for Alex Ovechkin continues. And, uh, you know, it's just a great time to be a Capitals fan because you will look back on this and go, I saw that. I saw Alex Ovechkin out on the ice doing those great things. And what a great goal scorer he is. He just keeps peeling off those milestones one after one after one and keep going for it. I mean, why not? He deserves it. He plays solid all the time. So good on Alex Ovechkin for continuing to just keep playing at an elite level. All right, after the break here, we are going to continue to break down this game, and it deserves to be talked about. This isn't just, you know, a, an easy game. This was a game against a huge opponent, and the Caps were up for it. And we're going to talk about the rest of the game after the break here. But first, with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. So why waste time? Time is money. You don't have time to be waste, waiting in line at the auto parts store facing that intimidating questioning. Save time and money with using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? 
Here's an example. Honda Odyssey fuel pump, $353 from a chain store, $216 from Rock Auto. That's simple math. Go to Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family for family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you can need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for your auto parts need. So go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box. That's right. Go to rockauto.com to see all the parts for your car or truck and write locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us section so they know we sent you. Thanks, Rock Auto. All right, in this final segment, we are going to continue to talk about this game. Just a real statement win. That's the, the word, the phrase I use when the, the Capitals win games like this. This was just a huge game. This is bigger than, you know, pretty much any game that they've won in quite some time. There was, a, you know, if you looked around the NHL, everyone was picking the Avalanche to win this game. So it was bittersweet and a middle finger to all of them to say, how you like me now? The Washington Capitals are playing great. So, and then the third period, Abe Kubel gets a breakaway that was stopped by Orloff, and that's Orloff's presence out there. He missed a few games, and, you know, he brings a great defensive game, and that was a prime example of it. I think that Kubel was poised to make a goal there, and Orlov just flew down there and honestly just outworked him, and that prevented a goal which, you know, could have changed the outlook of this entire game. So big on Orlov, and just I'm really glad to have Dmitry Orlov back. Lekkonen gets a goal, or did he push his pad? Called a good goal with the equalizer, and that was one of the ones that I'm going to agree to disagree. It looked pretty clear to me that it was pushed by his pad, so I'm just going to have to get over it because the Capitals ended up winning anyway. Then Marcus Johansson scores his eighth goal of the season to put the Capitals ahead 3-2. to two. Johansson now has points in consecutive games, one goal, one assist, Connor Sherry recorded the primary assist on Johansson's goal, his 22nd assist of the season, which ranks tied for sixth on the Capitals. And that's just what I'm talking about here. This Capitals team is getting production from all its players. It's not just the marquee names. It's not just Ovechkin and Backstrom. It's They are getting this great production from all the players on this team and such an encouraging sign as we head into the playoffs, Ilya Samsonov's top 24 of 26 shots faced improving to 23-10-4. Samsonov, Samsonov is one of the three goaltenders to record two wins against the Avalanche this season. Uh, Dallas's Jake Ottinger and Nashville's uh, Jose, I'm sorry, Saros and the, are the only goaltenders outside the Central Division to do so. So just some encouraging signs all around. And Sam Sonoff, I'm just beyond, above and beyond everything else, I'm just so happy with his production and his play. He's really turned his season around. If you just look back on the season and look at the beat writers and look at everyone in the NHL, they were saying, where did the Capitals go wrong on by putting all their chips in on Ilya Samsonov? And just great on him for having a real resurgence. All right, this has been Locked On Capitals for today. Again, I have J.J. Regan on Locked On Capitals on Wednesday's episode, so you want to make sure and listen. We break down everything. We talk about Tom Wilson's image. We talk about the playoffs. 
We talk about the goaltending situation and the looming rebuild for this Washington Capitals, which is going to be, you know, depending on the outlook of the postseason sooner than later. We'll talk about all of that. So make sure and tune in to Wednesday's show to hear JJ talk about the Capitals. He's covered the team for years. So he is a wealth of knowledge on the Washington Capitals. So once again, thank you again for joining me. This is the late night edition drink coffee. I am recording this at 1130 central time. Now make your second listen locked on fantasy hockey host Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, so if you didn't get a chance to, to watch or listen to the game, I hope I helped fill you in a little bit on what went on. And thanks again for joining me. And I will talk to you guys again tomorrow. Thank you for listening.